This is Matthew's World of Wine and Drink, and I'm Matthew. Last week we looked at Muscat, or Muscato, or Muscatel, and its many different names, which is a family of grape varieties grown across Europe in different climates, and also across the world too. And with that family of grape varieties, it's important to break down all the different varieties which have different characteristics, rather than just classifying them all as Muscat. This week, a similar theme, but slightly different, uh, Malvasia. Because Malvasia is not a family of grape varieties, it's not a single grape variety either. It is a group of grape varieties which happen to have the same name. In fact, there are 18 different varieties in Italy which are called Malvasia di something. Some of them are related to each other, some of them are not. They just all happen to be called Malvasia. It's also um, planted in Greece, where there's no relationship whatsoever with the Italian uh, varieties. A bit in Spain, and also in Portugal and Madeira. And there's also some in Slovenia, Croatia, the Canary Islands, and also Cyprus. So it's planted all across the Mediterranean and um, surrounding regions. But many different variants of Malvasia, which we're going to look at in this episode. And these wines can be made in just about every style. So these Malvasia grape varieties have different coloured skins. Most are white. There are some pink varieties which can produce rosé. And there are some black varieties as well, which produce red wine. But sometimes this, these wines are dry, sometimes they're sweet, and sometimes they're blended with other varieties too. There's also fortified wine made from Malvasia, there's sweet wine, and there's sparkling wine too. So made in just about every possible style, which is not surprising, given that all these varieties called Malvasia are often quite different, with different ripening characteristics, different flavour profiles, different levels of sugar, and different levels of acidity. But we're going to group all these varieties together because they are called Malvasia, and try and eke out the differences between all the different uh, varieties under that name. One commonality with these grape varieties is that they produce higher alcohol wines, which have um, lots of sugar in them, so often sweet, and most of them should be aromatic. And this is why some of the best wines from Malvasia are sweet or sparkling, because they really draw out the aromatics during fermentation and the wine production process. And those aromatics should be really floral. And so it does have a bit of an overlap with Muscat, and some of the grape varieties do have a relationship with Muscat genetically. And those floral aromatics, quite rich, full-bodied, but often with higher acidity, though not always. So I think a classic Malvasia, no matter what the variety actually is, should be quite floral and aromatic. So the name comes from the Greek port of Monomvasia, which means port of one entry, which is um, on the east coast of the Peloponnese Peninsula. So an important trading area. And sweet wines were first mentioned there in 1214. However, because there are so many varieties called Malvasia, it's impossible to say where it originally came from. It may get its name from this town, but probably does not come from there itself. But because it's a trading centre, maybe the grapes were going back and forth through the port. And in fact, Malvasia from Greece probably wasn't Malvasia, but a blend of various historic grape varieties that just happened to be named Malvasia, even if they had no connection. Italian Malvasia, where the grape varieties are predominantly planted, has no relation to any kind of Malvasia grown in Greece. And so the story is that um, Greek Malvasia was imported into Venice, which was a major trading port as well, and the wines most likely were. 
and that Malvasia spread through Italy because of uh, Venice and its trade centre. But in fact, that's highly unlikely. The Italian Malvasia group of grape varieties are all unrelated to anything grown in Greece and are most likely indigenous to Italy itself. So why call it Malvasia? Well, the Venetian trade was so um, important in the 1200s that many wines were simply called Malvasia regardless of what they were made from because it had an international reputation across Europe. And so a wine would simply be labelled as Malvasia regardless. There was a connection to Greece, which was, um, which was seen in the name, but not in actu actually in the varieties. But the name stuck to many different grape varieties because of that high reputation. And in fact, the Venetians planted a version of Malvasia in Crete to keep up with the demand for Malvasia across Europe. And so there are versions of Malvasia which are named after Crete, so Malvasia de Can Candia, which is the old name for Crete. And so that's why there are so many grape varieties across Mediterranean Europe named Malvasia to uh, kind of latch on to the popularity of the name. To add to the confusion, in France there is a grape variety called Malvoisie, which is actually Vermentino or Roll, no connection whatsoever to Malvasia. And in Valle d'Oster, which is on the border between um, Switzerland, Italy, Italy and France and the Alps, uh, there's a grape variety called Nus Malvoisie, which is actually Pinot Grigio, or Pinot Gris. And that sums up the fact that many of these grape varieties really don't have anything in common with each other, even though they're all called Malvasia or something related to that name. So perhaps the most famous is Malvasia de Lipari, which is a small island off the northern coast of Sicily, which goes under many different names, which are actually the same grape variety. Um, it's called Greco Bianco de Garace, in, on mainland Calabria, Malvasia di Sardinia, on the island of Sardinia, Malvasia Candida, which is planted on Madeira, and Malvasia de Siches in Catalonia, in Spain, also Malvasia de Tenerife on the Canary Islands, and also in Croatia, Malvasia Dubrovshaka, around the city of Dubrovnik. So all these names used interchangeably for the same grape variety and connected to the place where they come from. So in Lepari, as I mentioned, just north of Sicily, and it's a bit more famous for its orange Pasito wines, so picked late over several passings to get colour from the, the skins. Also in Calabria, where it's called Greco Bianco di Gracci, Pasito style as well. In Sardinia, it produces dry wines, it produces sweet wines, produces fortified wines, it produces non-fortified wines, which have been aged under floor as well. So very historic, traditional styles and quite a variation of styles as well. In Madeira, Malvasia Candida produces Malmsey, which is the sweetest style of Madeira, but there are only four hectares of plantings on the island, so quite small. And then Malvasia de Siches, only two and a half hectares of plantings. So this is in the Penedes area, just south of Barcelona, where cava is produced. And this is a small appellation, which has been revived over the last 20 to 30 years and produces aromatic, perfumed wines with fresh acidity, very pretty. And again, the Pasito style is often used to make sweeter styles of wine, as well as the dry wines. So all these wines that I've mentioned have a build-up of sugar, and therefore that gives an indication that Malvasia de Lapari is quite a late-ripening grape variety that really builds up the sugar, which can lead to either higher alcohol in a dry wine or 
a sweet wine with quite a bit of sugar in it that depends on when the grapes are picked and also what the winemaker wants to make. These are often very um, long bunches of vines. If you see the Malvasia de Lapari, they're almost touching the ground, the bunches of the grapes, and they're very um, well circulated. So to prevent any rot and allow those grapes to build up the sugar, so they're not competing with each other too much. It's, they're quite unusual bunches of grapes. And then, as I also mentioned, planted in um, Canary Islands and also in Croatia. Also in Croatia, there's Malvasia Itrasca, which in Italian is Malvasia Istriana. And so this comes from a part of Croatia which used to belong to Italy, called Istra, which is northwest peninsula, um, not too far from Friuli, Venezia, Giulia. So there's a lot of overlap between that part of Italy and Slovenia and Croatia. And this is related to um, Malvasia de Lepari. Also, um, a couple of great varieties we're going to mention in a minute, Bianca Lunga and Nera de Brindisi. And it is Croatia's second most planted grape variety, with 3,500 hectares of plantings, which is just over 10% of the vineyard area, so a pretty important grape variety. And in Italy, there's 466 hectares in the northeast of the country. And this produces quite aromatic wines alongside Malvasia de Lepari. Malvasia Istriana is the most typical of Malvasia grape varieties, with the floral aromatics, the full body, uh, quite rich, but still with fresh acidity. But it can be made in many, many different styles within Croatia in particular. It can be full-bodied, it can be aged in oak, it can be uh, very fresh and youthful. That really depends on the winemaker's style, and maybe the price will be an indication of which style that has been made in. Then there is Malvasia Bianca Lunga, which is related to the previous two grape varieties. So we're still kind of in the, the genuine, authentic Malvasia category. But this is a much more neutral grape variety, planted in Tuscany, which doesn't produce that interesting wines. It's also known as Majdina in Croatia, planted on the coast, and Pavlosh in Greece. And this is really connected to Chianti. So Chianti used to have the rule that white wine had to be, made, had to be part of the uh, overall red wine finished blend. And Malvasia Bianca Lunga was one of those great varieties which had to be added to the blend, which really reduced quality and made the wines quite dilute. Um, it's still allowed to be used in the blend, but it's not a rule anymore. Uh, but it is used for Vinsanto within Chianti, and those rich um, sugars are ideal for Vinsanto, where the um, complexity is not coming from the initial aromatics of the grape variety, but from the richness of the aging, because Vinsanto can be aged for many years in small, old oak barrels. The most planted version of Malvasia in Italy is Malvasia Bianca de Candia. And Candia comes from the old word for Crete. And so this was the grape variety which was uh, planted in Crete by the Venetians to enable more production of Malvasia. And it's actually been found that it's related to Garganiga. So that just shows that many of these Malvasia grape varieties planted in Italy do actually come from Italy rather than from rather than from Greece, even though this grape variety was planted in Crete. And this is planted quite a bit in Lazio, which is a region um, that surrounds Rome. And so the wines are popular in Rome, and particularly Frascati, which is an historic region uh, just outside Rome, where Malvasia Bianca di Candia would be one of the main grape varieties. But it is usually blended, especially with Trebbiano di Toscana, which is a fairly uninteresting grape variety, the most planted in Italy, which produces high acid, very neutral wines. And so Frascati 
isn't always as good as it potentially could be. And then Malvasia Bianca, Bianca di Candia, as I said, was planted in Italy, is planted in Liguria, Toscana, Campania, Umbria, and Sardinia as well. So very widely planted. Its main problem is it's prone to oxidation. Also within Lazio is Malvasia del Lazio, which is a natural crossing of Muscat of Alexandria and Schiava Grosso. That relationship with Muscat that Malvasia has, or some of the variants that Malvasia has, is seen very clearly in Malvasia del Lazio. Uh, planted south of Rome, usually blended with other varieties, such as Malvasia Bianca de Candia, or Trebbiano di Toscana, and is grown in Frascati, also, but also grown in Abruzzo. And this great variety produces tropical fruit aromas, so really exaggerating the aromatics that are associated with Malvasia. And it's considered that this variant does have potential. Uh, Lazio is a region which has been overlooked and underdeveloped until recently and hopefully producers will produce higher quality wines within the region from great varieties such as these which are more expressive. Confusingly, again, um, there's a great variety called Malvasia di Candia Aromatica, nothing to do with Malvasia Bianca di Candia, not related at all even though they share in part the same name. So Malvasia de Candia Aromatica is related to Malvasia Casaloso, which is a black grape variety, and it's grown quite widely in Piacenza, Parma, Emilia-Romagna, Lombardia, Oltrapo Pavesi, uh, DOC, Lazio, and Campania. So you can see that in Lazio there are quite a few Malvasia grape varieties planted. And again, it can be made in various styles. Dry, sparkling, pasito, and also for Vinsanto as well. And this is also planted in Greece. Moving further south with Malvasia Bianca di Basilicata, so a region in the more arid, volcanic um, area. A white grape variety which is exclusive to Basilicata, which is used in blends with Moscato, Trebbiano and Chardonnay. So Basilicata is a region which hasn't been fully um, developed. It's quite a poor region. It's also very small. This is a grape variety which has been concentrated in its plantings in Vultore, which is mainly known for Aglianico, a highly tannic red wine. But a bit more attention being given to this version of Malvasia as people become more interested in the wines of southern Italy. Moving all the way to northwest Italy, there's Malvasia Bianca di Piemonte, which is also called Malvasia Moscata. And so we're in uh, Piemonte, which has been largely replaced by Moscato, and is actually now found mostly in California, brought to California by Italian immigrants. So there's not that many plantings within Piemonte, because Moscato has replaced it, but in California there's a small amount being made. So it's quite ironic that this version of Malvasia is found more in California than Italy where it originates. And if you want to try an example of um, this version of Malvasia, then Birichino in Santa Cruz is a good producer of Malvasia, and there's a handful of others as well. There's also a pink-skinned variety, Malvasia rosa, which is planted in Emilia-Romagna for fizzy, sweet, light-bodied wines. Moving on to the black grape varieties, and we're still in Italy, uh, there's Malvasia de Casoso, which is grown in Piemonte, and there is a DOC for this grape variety, which is Malvasia de Casoso DOC. And that's 90% has to be of that grape variety. Um, often it can be blended with Frasier, Grignino, 
and Barbera, and it produces off-dried to sweet red wines, which are quite tannic. So there is a tradition in Piemonte, um, especially with Frasia as well, to produce um, sweet red wine because the tannins are so high, so the, the sugar softens the tannins. Also in Piemonte, there's Malvasia di Schiarano, which is used for um, the DOC of Malvasia di Castelnuovo Don Bosco, which has to be 85% Malvasia di Schiarano, and that's also blended with Frasia. And this is an aromatic sweet red with low alcohol, 55 to 6% ABV, which is quite fruity and fizzy. Um, it sounds delicious. I have yet to encounter one, but that sounds like a delicious summer red wine. Also in Piemonte, there's Malvasia Nararunga, which is grown in Asti. Very small production. It's an aromatic wine which ripens two weeks before the Schiarano variant of Malvasia. And it's usually mixed mixed in field blends. And so you wouldn't see it on its own, but part of a blend. Moving further south, there's Malvasia Nara di Psalacata, which is sometimes blended with Aglianico for aroma, acidity, and alcohol, and also used for rosé too. And then finally in Italy, there's Malvasia Nara di Brindisi, which is grown in Puglia, also in Tuscany and Calabria. It's an early ripening grape variety. It, it prefers sandy soils and cool sites, which is unusual for Puglia because Puglia is a very warm region, and that's perhaps why it's found in Tuscany as well, which is a bit cooler. It's a natural crossing of Malvasia Bianca Lunga and Negro Amaro, which is another local grape variety. It can be also called Malvasia Nera de Lecce, which is also in Puglia, but some consider it different. And also in Tuscany, when it's called Malvasia Nera de Lecce, it may actually be Tempranillo. And because the climate there is a little bit cooler, it ripens later. So a bit of confusion uh, with that particular variant of Malvasia, if it hasn't already been confusing enough. Let's move across to Spain. So I already mentioned Malvasia de Siches, and also Malvasia de Tenerife in the Canary Islands. And there's another variant within the Canary Islands called Malvasia de Lanzarote, which is a local crossing. It's still not official. It's not part of the official list of grape varieties listed by the Spanish authorities, but it produces a full-bodied, really flavorful style of wine. So maybe in the future that will become more prevalent. Finally, we move to Portugal, where there are completely separate versions of Malvasia planted. So in Madeira, the style of wine, Malmsey, the sweetest, is generally considered to be from Malvasia, but it's from different variants of Malvasia. So traditionally, as mentioned, it was from Malvasia Candida, but now most of Malmsey is made from Malvasia Branca de São Jorge, planted around the village of São Jorge, which was introduced in the 1970s. It's a crossing human-created crossing, though no one's quite sure exactly uh, what the crossing was, and it really expanded in the 1990s, and this produces these grapes which are high in sugar and high in acidity, which is perfect for Malmsey, which is a sweet wine with high acidity for long aging. So there's 35 hectares of plantings compared to the 4 hectares of Malvasia Candida. Then there's Malvasia Fina, which originates from the Douro, although it's also grown in Dao, and it's also grown in Madeira as well, where it's called Boal. And it's planted there on the southern coast of the island, and there's 20 hectares of plantings. It's also known as Arinto do Bicelas, Dona Branca, Rabigato, Semillon, even though it's not the same as Semillon, and Seria. 
And in 2000, they decided to officially call it Malvasia Fina, putting all those great varieties together under one name. So it's a late budding grape variety, which is useful. It produces high alcohol, medium acidity, fruity, aromatic wines, and it can also be used for sparkling wine when it's picked early. And so in Madeira, Boal is the um, medium sweet wine, so just below Mamzi, uh, very complex. But then in the Douro and Dao, it's more likely to be made for a dry or a sparkling wine. So lots of variety there. There's also Malvasia de Colares, which is a region just northwest of Lisbon, very historic and completely its own thing. It's genetically distinct, so even though it's called Malvasia, it has nothing to do with all the other Malvasia grape varieties. And the soils here are sandy, and so they're ungrafted, so they're protected from phylloxera by the sandy soils. However, the fruit is covered with straw to avoid sunburn, so it's quite an um, intensive growing uh, practice, which is why Kalarish, unfortunately, has shrunk in size from his historic importance in the 19th century. There's also Malvasia Preta, which is grown in the Douro for both port and table wines, and is found in old field blends. And finally, there's Malvasia Ray, which is Palomino, the sherry grape, which is grown in the Douro. Three and a half thousand hectares of plantings, and apparently produces quite bland wines and is becoming less popular. I have to say, I had no idea that Palomino was grown in the Douro for port, and it seems that it's not going to continue that much. So that's a pretty complicated overview of the Malvasia group of grape varieties. There are many, many of them, as I mentioned, 18 in Italy alone, and then several in Portugal, and a couple in Spain, and it's also planted across Europe, producing many, many different styles of wine from many, many different grape varieties, which happen to have the same name. And that's just because of the historic uh, popularity of anything called Malvasia, they've stuck to those grape varieties. And now we have to try and unravel all the different versions and the styles of wine that they produce. So thank you for listening. I'm Matthew, and this has been Matthew's World of Wine and Drink.